0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, December 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Tax cut push. Thune hopes for co-op deal, but more work needed. Trump loves Purdue. White House biofuel meeting and U.S. finds allies on trade barrier. President Trump looks to push tax cuts across the finish line with a speech from the White House grand foyer. Will he be joined by families that could benefit from the bill? White House is billing the speech as his closing argument. The House Senate Conference Committee that is formally responsible for producing a final tax bill is scheduled to meet for the first time today, but the meeting is likely to produce little more than theatrics. The real negotiations have been going on among Republicans behind closed doors. Among the key issues to be decided? New rules for partnerships and other pass-through businesses, as well as for farmer cooperatives. Both issues involve a new 23% deduction for pass-through income that's contained in the Senate-passed bill. Another provision of the Senate bill would allow co-ops to use the new deduction as replacement for the Section 199 deduction that both the House and Senate bills would repeal. The challenge for co-ops is that the new deduction, as currently written, would apply only to taxable income. The Section 199 deduction applies to domestic production activities, which is a larger base. Senator John Thune, Republican of South Dakota, tells AgriPulse he's working to modify the Senate provision to increase the base to which the new deduction would apply. McConnell, no shutdown. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he's confident there won't be a government shutdown when the latest stop-yet funding bill expires December 22nd. He says congressional leaders are still in discussions about raising spending caps and a path to a government-wide budget agreement. He said there isn't any chance we're going to shut the government down. Now keep in mind, a spending deal in January is important for getting a new farm bill because of a Senate provision that would provide a billion dollars in new assistance to cotton and dairy producers. Having that money authorized in the spending bill will ease spending pressures on the House and Senate Agriculture Committees. Trump to Offer Farm Bill Principles Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue says the Trump administration will be outlining bedrock principles that the next farm bill should follow. But otherwise, USDA will stick to an advisory role with the House and the Senate Agriculture Committees as they begin writing the new farm bill. Purdue said it's up to Congress to decide what should be in the bill and we stand ready to provide whatever counsel Congress may require. Purdue made the comment yesterday in his first speech at the National Press Club since taking office this spring. Purdue continues to express confidence that the administration will get a deal with Mexico and Canada to revise the North American Free Trade Agreement. Purdue says the new agreement will be a great NAFTA too, that is better for America and better for American producers. He loves me. During the Q&A session at the press club yesterday, Purdue was asked why he hasn't come in for the criticism from Trump that some other cabinet members have. Purdue quipped he loves me. Purdue went on to say that as forward and forceful as the president can be, Trump has, quote, the essence of a great leader. He always leaves a little back door open for comments that he takes under consideration and is willing to change his mind. Trump's decision not to withdraw from NAFTA was an example of that, Purdue said. Now, For more on Purdue's National Press Club speech, plus a look at an important change in crop insurance coverage and what's happening on the sidelines of the WTO talks in Argentina, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes today. White House meeting continues RFS discussion. Staffers from several senators representing oil and corn-producing states will be at the White House today to discuss biofuel policy with aides to Senator Ted Cruz, a Republican of Texas, and at least one refining state colleague. The meeting follows one that Cruz and several oil state colleagues got last Thursday with President Trump. Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley, who will have an aide at today's meeting, told reporters... He doesn't see a possible compromise that would satisfy both ethanol producers and refiners, Trump stated goal for the ongoing discussions. Iowa would lose under any compromise, Grassley said. Obviously, if Iowa would lose, the president would lose because he has shown his strong support for ethanol and other biofuels. U.S., Kenya, and Uganda lead WTO effort to lower trade barriers. An effort to reduce the impact of pesticide residue restrictions on international agriculture trade is gaining steam at the World Trade Organization's ministerial meeting in Argentina. The U.S., Kenya, and Uganda authored a joint statement on maximum residue levels for pesticides. Fourteen other countries signed on in support of the proposal to give the WTO Sanitary and phytosanitary Committee the ability to reduce the impact on trade of international trading rules. The United States is pleased to work with WTO members to solve important trade problems affecting American farmers. That's the word of U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer. He said, the joint statement demonstrates our commitment to farmers to fix missing and misaligned pesticide maximum residue levels for agriculture exports. And he went on. For too long, unjustified sanitary and phytosanitary barriers have impeded access to safe tools and technologies that enhance food security, lower risk to health and the environment, and increase exports and farmer incomes. FDA Access Advisory Committee FDA is abolishing its Food Advisory Committee, arguing that the panel is no longer needed. According to the agency, the committee has held only a handful of meetings over the past several years and hasn't met at all since 2015. The agency says the FDA Science Board and Risk Communication Advisory Committee can fill any gap. But a leading consumer advocacy group, the Center for Science and the Public Interest, criticized the move, saying that many science board members lack the necessary expertise in food issues. CSPI said other ways of obtaining such advice, such as soliciting expert advice, workshops, and symposia, may lack independence, conflict of interest screens, and consumer presence that an agency advisory committee offers. Here's today's He Said It. I appreciate the fact that President Trump is a tough negotiator on behalf of America. I like a leader who believes in our nation, believes in our people, believes in its productivity, and believes that we have been unfairly taken in some places on some of the agreements that we have made. That Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, December 13th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.